is Wednesday, July 25th, 2018, and this is Radio Wave. Broadcasting from the heart of Dixie, Heritas of Birmingham in Alabama, this is Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Over the past week, we have had a major response to a friend of Medjugorje's latest writing, Never in History. And for many people in the Medjugorje world, this has opened their eyes to a completely different view of Medjugorje, something that is, for some people, were superficial. For others, it was something that deepened their relationship with Our Lady and a commitment to her and understanding of what she is doing in the world. In light of that, I do want to begin by asking a friend of Medjugorje a question about today's message. Now, we haven't even gotten into the message and spoken about it just yet, and Joan's going to read that in a few minutes, but throughout the course of this year, since January of this year, I know that you always talked about the fact that Our Lady's most numerous word after the word dear children is the word today. And this year, since January at least, we're already seven months into this year, over half of the year is gone. And only one time this year has Our Lady said, today after dear children. Today's message is another example. You see something happening, a change happening. If you go back and count, six of the seven monthly messages since January of this year have not had the word today. Our Lady has literally gone right into telling us what it is that she has to tell us. So knowing that a lot of people have just read what you wrote and never in history, uh, what do you see happening in the whole scope of Medjugorje? What do you see happening with Our Lady doing this? I think it's a paradox in a lot of ways because when Our Lady says today, she's saying this for the purpose of the future. In other words, if she says, Dear children, today, she's saying, you do this, what I'm telling you, and your future will change. And so the fact that she's not saying it today is that she's saying now we're in the present. As opposed to saying today, which you would think would be in the present, she's saying begin today. We're not to begin in the future or for today when that comes up. We have an immediate thing happening where a lady says today, dear children, God called me. So she's making a statement. It's a way of looking at Our Lady's words, which many people today still do not understand. And it amazes me where people go with Medjugorje without grasping the significance of what is happening. The fact that Our Lady came today is the most important event in the whole world that took place. What about Jesus coming down to the altar? 
That is a stable thing. It's a staple food, you might want to say, that we have available to us all the time. What we have right now with our lady coming down and descending from heaven is an extraordinary event. It's not in the sense that it's going to stay this way. The fact that our lady's not saying today, she's speaking more in the, the immediacy of what needs to happen. Dear children, today, you do this, 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 and you'll see your life will get better and change. So there's a progression, and nothing's by chance. Nothing does Our Lady say without purpose. Every time, all these years, she said the name Jesus, she bows her head in apparition. What does that mean? She's with Jesus in heaven. If anyone wouldn't have to do that, it was her, because she herself is with him. And sitting right there next to his throne, I'm sure. We don't know who it's reserved for, but I can tell you, Our Lady's right there with them. So we go ahead and begin this broadcast. In the joy of knowing today, we heard something from Our Lady, which is the most important thing that's taking place in Medjugorje. Nothing else equals this. We know there's things happening in Medjugorje. Many people are excited. So we have these words today we're going to listen to because it's the most important event of the day. Our Ladies, July 25th, 2018, Monthly Message for the World. Dear children, God called me to lead you to Him because He is your strength. That is why I am calling you to pray to Him and to trust in Him, because He is your refuge from every evil that lurks and carries souls far from the grace and joy to which you are all called. Little children, live heaven here on earth so that it will be good for you. And may the commandments of God be a light on your way. I am with you and I love you all with my motherly love. Thank you for having responded to my call. So if this world's going into a deeper and deeper hell on many, many factions, how does a lady say to us today, little children live heaven here on earth? What does that mean? It means if we do live the commandments, because it's followed by that, and may the commandments of God be your light on your way, then you're blessed. You can be persecuted, you can have difficulties, but everything changes to heaven on earth. And that's why Visca said, and Maria has said, that if you live the commandments, you live the messages, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next because you'll already begin that. We know people that are evil. They're bad people. They're in torment. They're never happy. They're always complaining. They're non-compliant. They're always breaking the rules. They're always defiant. They're rebellious. Are they happy? No, they're living their small hell on earth. And they won't feel the passage from this life on into hell. It just gets deeper. 
when we feel and live heaven on earth, we won't feel the passage, but be greatly increased in the joy that we experience. And so little children live heaven here on earth so that it would be good for you and may the commandments of God be a light on your way. We have people pressuring. This is how you're supposed to live. This is how you're supposed to follow the gospel. This is how you're doing it. But nobody's showing it. You can say all these words. You can, you can read the gospel from the pulpit. But unless you live this, put it into life, who do you convict? No one. When Our Lady says here that, speaking of God, he is your refuge from every evil that lurks and carries souls far from the grace and joy to which you all are called. There's so much anger in the world today that people are literally being carried away by anger. This is Our Lady saying, and so they get carried away from grace and joy. That's really so much of our culture around the world. So how, in that kind of atmosphere, do we live heaven on earth, which, of course, will lead us to good? Well, I think we need to go to where our lady says, Dear children, God called me to lead you to him. Our lady's asserting something for some reason. Why is she saying that? Why does she start off? And this is a brief message, and she makes several assertions in this message. And if we look at what's going on in the conditions, what's happening in Medjugorje, why does she say that? It's God who called me to lead you to him, because he is your strength. I am calling you to pray to him and to trust him, and he is your refuge. I think that's a big statement. Our Lady is the most important thing happening today. Not in history or historically. The second of the month, the 25th of the month, is the most important thing in the world. And these are the most important events in 2,000 years of history since Christ and his apostles walked the earth and after Pentecost and the death of John. This is different. You can't put this in the context of anything any past apparitions, any spiritual event. This is the mother load, if you want to phrase it that way, that is being found. A mother load would mean gold. You hit a big vein that God brings to us for the purpose of preparation for the second coming. And I make no assertions when that's going to be. But I do assert with complete confidence that Our Lady is here to prepare us for the second coming, be it 50 years, 500 years. God called me to lead you to him. Why has she come to Medjugorje on July 25th, 2018 and say this? I want you to figure it out yourself because to tell you what I know about it can be damaging can be difficult to understand, could be misinterpreted. A lady often is asked by the visionaries certain questions to solve something, to show something, to make them see something, for the visionaries to see more clarity and understand certain situations. You know what a lady does? She stands there in silence. 
just looking at the visionaries. Maurice told me many times, ask Our Lady such and such or whatever, and Our Lady didn't pray. She didn't do that. She just stared at me. Why? Because to give an answer, man will mess up, reinterpret, turn it his way, cause confusion, cause strife, and you say, well, it's the truth. You can't even always say the truth because Jesus often could say things. And when he did say truth, look what happened around him. So Our Lady has often not said anything back to the visionaries when they have some difficulty or whatever. So again, to clarify that, why is that? Because it's better that she say nothing. And so for Our Lady to come up here today and say, Dear children, God called me to lead you to him. She is asserting very clearly that I am here by the authority of God for the purpose for my son to show you how to go to him and not necessarily the way we've been taught that we're to go to him. Because we're in a new era, a new time. And we know she has said, you imagine him as you are, not as God truly is. And so there's a big statement there. The first several sentences today really struck me for what we are and what we're seeing and what everybody's talking about. God called me to lead you to him because he is your strength. That is why I am calling you to pray to him and to trust in him. And again, he is your refuge. So I didn't want to go around the world by answering your questions, but I felt like I needed to state and clarify those things first to understand the answer you ask about with all the anger in the world, what's happening, how, why do they go away from grace, and how can you live heaven here on earth? And so how we explain that with being carried away, we could look in the point man guy when Jesus appears on Mount Tabor to the apostles after his resurrection, when he's told them to go there, they were all there. There was 500 believers there with the apostles. And this was taking place on halfway up Mount Tabor. And they'd been waiting in the heat. They're waiting for when Jesus comes up. He never shows up. So many of them leave. And they go out looking for Jesus. They wanted to find him where he was. They weren't obedient. They didn't stay there. So when Jesus shows up, he looks around and sees everybody there. He appears there. And he says, many and few. Where's the others? And he says, I know I had many more faithful disciples. Why here? There's only like 500 people. What does Jesus do? He starts to speak about the future church, teaching the apostles and the disciples. So Jesus says to the, those who remained there and did not leave, he said, so to go back to what I was saying at the beginning, you did the right thing in trying to detain those who, like children seduced by the noise of music, or by something glittering strangely, run away absentmindedly from what is certain. And that's what our lady's talking about today. For evil that lurks and carries souls from the grace and joy to which you are called. He called them to the mountain, and they started to get antsy, and they left. I pick up where Jesus says, glittering strangely, run away absentmindedly from what is certain. But see, Jesus says, they have their punishment because they lose my word. I gave my message. Will that convince the world? No, it will not. Those who believe continue to believe. Those who do not believe 
with true faith remain doubtful, and the wicked will say that my apparitions was a frenzy and falsehood. We have this in Medjugorje. These are the things that's taking place. Our Lady says, come to the mountain through Ivan's prayer group or Mariana on the second of the month. And many people stay in the village. Our Lady has said, I'm gathering you around me. Our Lady gives special blessings. But you're not getting that blessing unless you're on that mountain. And that's what Jesus said about Mount Tabor with the ascension. They lost. Their punishment is they lost the word. And in the point of man God, Jesus says, I mentioned to you, disobedience gives one-tenth and takes away nine-tenths. We've seen this in Menjoria. People don't think they have to go to the mountain. They want to. They go eat. They don't do this or they get distracted. There's something in conflict in the same time. It is appearing. And they're not getting the blessing from Our Lady. And Medjugorje is weakening because of this. And that's what she said. Because he is your refuge, Jesus. And we can go back 2,000 years ago and compare this and say, he is your refuge from every evil that lurks and carries souls far from the grace and joy. She is the grace that descends down from heaven every day. She is the most important event yesterday in the world and in Medjugorje. And the most important event today when she appeared. And tomorrow it will be the most important event. Don't lose sight of that. Nothing surpasses this. Jesus relays those who didn't stay on the mountain. He says, they went away and will hear words of men and only the words from men. Then he says to those who are there, addressing them, you have remained and you have heard my word, which even if it repeats things already said, it's always good and useful. This is Our Lady. This is what Our Lady's doing. She's repeating things. And it's always new when she says it with more power and more grace and more joy we will come to because of it. And he finishes this. He says, The lesson will serve as an example for all of you and also for them for the future. We have people not understanding Medjugorje, what it is, why is it. She's doing everything possible to reach you. Whatever she has to do, whatever it takes to get to you, she's willing to do that. Many of the roads in Medjugorje were dirt in the beginning. And the trails are dirt. She's on those trails. She comes to you at night. She comes to you after the apparitions and stays with you. There is something there of efficacy of power that people are not getting today because they're missing the environment and the conditions to be there in the presence of Our Lady. Now, I don't understand the significance of it. There's no place Our Lady won't go, whether it's the desert or up on that mountain in the middle of a lightning storm, that you think she doesn't know when she says, I'll be there at 10 o'clock at night at Yvonne's prayer group and bolts of lightning striking all over the place and pouring down raining, that she's not aware of that? And how dangerous it is to walk down on those slippery rocks. Everything she does has a purpose. And our message proves that today. That whatever it takes, she's here to get you. I'll swim across the water 
I'll climb the highest peak I'll follow this map till the end of the road If that's where I need to be I'll spend my last dollar On a tank of gasoline I'll walk across the desert If that's where I need to be Wherever you are is where I'm gonna go To the ends of the earth or an old dirt road Cause I need you like a heart needs a beat I'll never let you go, won't accept defeat Even if I'm tired and you're so far away I've gotta get to you and I need you to know I'll do whatever it takes Take on the fear of the dark Just to see the light of your face I'll hold on to you forever I'll fight for you every day Wherever you are is where I'm gonna go To the ends of the earth or an old dirt road Cause I need like a heart needs a beat I'll never let you go I won't accept defeat and Even if I'm tired And you're so far away I've gotta get to you And I need you to know I'll do whatever it It's our time to go And we're taken to a better place Don't you worry, I'll find you I'll do whatever it takes Wherever you are is where I'm gonna go To the ends of the earth or an old dirt road Cause I need you like a heart needs a you go won't accept defeat and even if I'm tired and you're so far away I've gotta get to you There's no thing, there's no place, there's nothing that I won't do to get to you. And whatever it takes, you can bet she's interceding before her son, Jesus Christ, to come down here and make every scenario, whether it's an affliction to you, 
or healing from the affliction. Whatever it takes, she's doing that. So God called me to lead you to him. She's getting all the tools to do that. If God commanded her to do that and allowed her to do it after centuries of intercession for us, and now this is my time, she says, how do you put this secondary to man's thoughts and his plans and what he thinks it should be done and how he wants to interpret Medjugorje? I'm really perplexed of the people that are involved with Medjugorje. They still don't understand the apparitions. They treat them as something common in the sense of all the other apparitions of Our Lady. It's simply not the case. All those led up to this point. You're missing the points. You don't understand the messages. You don't understand why she's here. You don't grasp the significance of how big this is. There's no comparables. There was no comparable when Jesus Christ came to the earth. And there's no comparable now that our lady's coming down the earth. 37 years. And nothing is bigger than tomorrow's apparition. Nothing can be compared to it. Meditate on that. You'll get it one day when it's over. But our lady doesn't want you to get it. She's coming here to do what it takes to make you understand in the time of grace to what? To begin to live in the commandments. To be little children. So you can live heaven here on earth. So that it will be good for you. Instead of so that it won't be bad for you because you did not put the effort in to open your heart enough to realize that grace is coming to the world every single day at 6.40 in the evening. What was you doing during that time? It's a grace here at Caritas that we stop everything at 11.40 our time, matching the time our lady comes to the earth because we want to be properly disposed in our heart that we can say every day for 32 years since Caritas has started that we are on our knees for Our Lady. And if we're traveling somewhere else, we're praying at that moment. So we can be separated, different community members traveling, but we're joined in one heart, one mind, wherever we are, with the one heart and mind of Our Lady. She's formed our life here. We see it. We believe it. We understand it. And we see something come together. We say, oh, that was Our Lady. Our Lady wants things to go your way. And this message today was a short message. And I think it's a very significant message of the points that she's making. And I want to reiterate that to you. God called me to lead you to him. Well, we've got people in the church supposed to be doing that. And if that was taken in the right way and it was happening, she wouldn't be saying that. We can hear it all we want to out of different people saying, here's your strength. What's the difference when she says it? There's a grace attached to it. These are her words. They're very important. And the most important words that we have since John's writing of the public revelations. These private revelations are not surpassed, are not equal with anything else. And I go on record saying that very clearly. Because people want to put these private revelations of the Virgin Mary in the context of others. I'm telling you, the church will reclassify that. And when it comes up and it wakes up to what just passed in front of them, they will lament 
August 25th, 1997. Lament for the messages, not just for the apparitions, but just for the words because they didn't pay attention to them and it's not going to go good for them. Does the lady want that? No. She didn't want it to come in negatives. She says, little children live heaven here on earth so that it would be good for you. This is what our lady's looking for. She wants things to go on for us. She wants us to continue. She said, I give a possibility for peace this next century. It's all from our lady. I'm with you and I love you. All with my motherly love. We have to ponder this. Who's in the presence of our hearts at 1140 Central Time, 640 Medjugorje Time. You can figure out your own time. You have to start getting into Medjugorje in a deeper, profound, more profound way. Our Lady said today, called, calling, called, called, four times. What does that mean? There's something significant in this. Again, in the context of the time of what's going on now in Medjugorje, Our Lady said, I am called to lead you. I am calling you to pray. What is the definition of call? She's always ended her message. Thank you for having responded. Thank you for having responded to my call. The word call is defined. Demand, requisition, public claim. Our lady today made a public claim that I've been sent from God himself because God himself wants me to lead you because he wants you to understand that his son, my son, is your strength. And therefore, I'm calling you to pray to him, and I want you to put all your trust in him. And when you have any difficulties, I want you to find your refuge in him. And when evil comes to lurks, to carry your soul from the grace, which is me, our lady, and the joy, he wants, Satan wants to lurk you away from that, to which, to which you all are called. So that's a demand. That's a public claim. Call also means divine vocations or summons. So he said God called. It also means authority, command. It also means vocations. So that's call. But what if it's called? Add ED to it. It means invited, summoned, addressed, named, appointed, invoked, assembled. Our Lady wants us on the mountain assembled. And when there's distractions from that, that's a problem. Why would any man set up something that conflicts the apparition times when the mother of God comes in one point of the day or the night? She seeks that assembly and she says, I'm gathering you around me. Don't be distracted when you go to Medjugorje. Understand what it means for that. It's not this versus something else. Can I interrupt you for a second? Let me ask a question. So following what you're saying, do you think there's a difference if, let's say, I hear a pastor out there and he says, put all your trust in God, and I try to follow that, is there a difference in efficacy if I follow what that pastor says as opposed to me taking the message of what Our Lady said today, that's why I'm calling you to pray to Him and to trust in Him. If I follow it on account of Our Lady's words as opposed to anybody else's words out there, is there a difference in its effect on me? Or is it the same regardless of who tells me to do this? A very big difference. Now, if I ask you to do something, and then you're out on the streets and somebody asks you to do the same things, you don't know who they are. Is it the same thing? The Father has authority. He has the right to summon you. You can tell the other guy on the street, whatever he asks you to do the same thing, even if it's exactly the same thing. 
I don't have to do that. I'm not interested in that. And even if his authority is not the same as the father's. Our lady's authority, when she says and she summons through her authority, and she's seeking through this divine vocation and the demand, the public claim, has power. And it is important to follow it. And she wouldn't be doing it if we were getting everything we needed from the church. The church is weak right now. We have to understand that. So you're saying there is a difference. There is a difference, a huge difference. I just got to reading a Catholic newspaper this morning, something I thought I'd never see. And it's a blistering, I'm saying blistering Catholic news service stripped down of what's happening in the church. I was surprised. And they're talking about the faults of Pope Francis. Now, this is a diocesan paper, and it's on the front page. And it was really surprising. I know these things. I know we're in confusion. I know we're in difficult situations. The church backing up all these lies about climate change and other things that we shouldn't even be messing with. And so that's why it is here. And that's why she says, you listen to me. The news, we just put out a newsletter that I wrote 23 years ago. It was reprinted. And in that, it says, God is sending you a spiritual director. I wrote that in 1995. How did I see that back then? Because I was praying. I was fasting. I was asking Our Lady, what is the words that you mean and how am I to understand them? If you're looking for man's words, what Jesus had in the point of man God, when all the people left, they went looking for something else. And Jesus says, their own punishment is, is that they listen to man and not there. We got the Virgin Mary appearing to us to redo the world, not restructure it, Not to rebuild it, but to completely renew it. So when Our Lady says May 2nd, 2011, that is why I as a mother am gathering you around me. So to understand what I'm saying, there is a special grace to understand these messages. How could I come up with that 23 years ago? Because I believed Our Lady when she says, I will teach you. You listen to me. Follow my instructions. Well, that's the direction of a spiritual director. And so when Our Lady says this, and she says, I'm gathering you around me, all these things she's talking about, you have to realize she is here to mother you, to be your spiritual director, and to guide you. Now, there's people who will oppose that. You've got to go to somebody and so-and-so and get a spiritual director. No, Our Lady is very much aware, as well as God is himself, that we lack spiritual direction. She wouldn't be here if everything was right. And as I said a few minutes ago about this blistering Catholic news service in the diocesan paper of what's going on in the Vatican, and I'm not saying this in a condemning way, it's good because it's exposing things. And Francis is really starting to realize I've made some mistakes and I've got to change things around. He's getting new people around him because he had a curtain power that gave him bad advice on many things. And, and many people are confused around him. Go look it up. You probably got it in your Catholic paper. I'm bringing this up as an example and the reason why Our Lady is here and why people will lament because when the time of grace is over, what they could have done and what Our Lady actually herself said, you won't have to repent for what you could have done, but you didn't want to. And that's where we are today. And people are so much looking at 
Well, the church is going to do this, the church is in that. No, it's going to be you, the apostles. She's called upon you to be the church. For you to transform the church is not coming from where you think it would be. And everybody looks toward that and all these things happening. You know, Medjugorje can have Palm Sunday right now. All these things happening. Everybody getting excited. But you're missing the point. In one week, everything turned back around. We don't know where things are going, but one thing that we do know where we're going is where our lady's going. And if you're going where she's going, you're going to be able to go on because you're going to be bound to her forever. She wants to take you to heaven. And we have on September 25th, 1998, little children, you seek signs and messages and do not see that with every morning sunrise, God calls you to convert and to return to the way of truth and salvation. The church is supposed to getting us to do that. How is she coming and saying, you look at me, but you seek the messages and the signs, but you don't see them because you're not converting. If you don't change your life, you won't see the messages. You won't understand them. So everybody's heart today is on the edge. We see darkness everywhere. We don't see no end. But I don't see that. Our community don't see it. Those of you who follow Our Lady in the words and understand how big they are and understand the new efficacy, you're getting it. Our Lady said, August 25th, 2016, you are too bound to the earth and earthy things. And that is why Satan is rolling you like the wind rolls the waves of the sea. Our Lady said, July 25th, 1993, I want your life to be bound to me. I am your mother, little children, and I do not want Satan to deceive you, for he wants to lead you the wrong way. Why does she have to tell us this? Why is she here to tell us this? Why she says, I'm calling you today, if we have a Savior in the church? We don't. We're in crisis. So, Ali is here to bond with us. hearts on the edge When the nights don't seem to end And that lonely wind is singing you to sleep once again I won't make a promise I can't keep Like a river flows to the ocean deep It goes on and on forever even when we're gone it goes on and on we'll be together at the rising of the dawn it goes on when your mind's on the loose slowly wearing out like a faded old tattoo the days all look the same When that lonely wind keeps singing Only you can ease the pain That's the kind of bond that you can't break Like looking up at all the stars in space It goes on and on Bound to 
So in the beginning of Medjugorje, we thought it was going to end, but it went on and on and on, and it's still going on. And Our Lady's going to be here after these apparitions, because we spoke about her new power that was just released in Never in History. If you haven't read that, you need to read it. Sometimes people might think, or some may say, I understood this, but then why didn't it get written somewhere? It's specific, and it's detailed what three proclamations will happen in the future and what's coming. You know, I always look at these messages as, as far away or, you know, the, this great evil that, that we're facing all the time in governments or institutions or whatever. But can we just, as a soul, even living in our mission here, get carried away from grace and joy just through being uncharitable, to each other just from choosing to create strife instead of bringing peace. Can Our Lady be referring to those kinds of things just as much as the big evils that we're facing in the world? Well, certainly. We've seen over and over where lack of charity is really one of the most grievous things there are. So when you're uncharitable with somebody, you have people have addictions, you have people do bad things. And we've read about Life after death experiences that people talked about, they were shocked at what the sins they committed and the most grievous ones were charity. Because really, all sin is against charity. Whether you're leading somebody into that or you're giving a bad witness or you're the cause of it or whatever. But that's what the message is about. It's about charity. God's charity, when we don't deserve it, has called her down, Our Lady, to lead us to him, her son. And so just the the charity of God and how much he's given to us through the Virgin Mary, through Our Lady coming to us and going on and on, even though we're in a wicked world right now and it continues, is the charity of God. And it really recalls the scriptures when the man was summoned to the king and he wanted his payment and he begged for mercy and the king forgave his debt, and he goes out and grabs a hold of another servant who owed him money and starts choking the guy. Give me my money you owe me. And this is how we are. God's given us everything. He's sending the best out of heaven to come to us right now, who loves us more than we could ever imagine, who suffers for us, who's interceding for us constantly. And this is what we have in Medjugorje. So we need to put all this in context. Our Lady has come and said the word convert, converted, converting, conversion. 
way over 250 times. That's just the pages that it appears on. Some messages have converting or conversion three or four or five times. That's what she's here for. And Satan wants to take you away from that grace, even if he has to offer good. I'm devoted to Our Lady, but I don't go to Medjugorje for devotion. I go to Medjugorje, and you should go to Medjugorje, and people must go to Medjugorje for conversion, not devotion. And what's happening right now to people who are reckless, who are not praying, who are not fasting, they're looking at this as a place of devotion. Medjugorje is a place of conversion. It's a road sign. She's used the name of Medjugorje. I don't even know if Our Lady ever said the word Fatima in Portugal, Rudabach in Paris. She geographically designated a spot for the conversion of the entire world. Why do you want to change this to make sure the devotion is proper? Why do you want to call a place of devotion and turn it into that when you diminish the power of Our Lady to convict and convert? And we have people we see going to Medjugorje, coming into our mission house right now, saying that I didn't get anything here. We just had somebody last week come in our mission house and says, I got nothing. I've been wanting to save my money for years. I finally got here and I had nothing. She spent one hour and a half in our mission house with our materials and talking to our people there in the community. And she says, I regret one thing about this, that I came here the last day in Medjugorje to talk to you. When you were on my schedule, and now I'm leaving with something. We have people leaving Medjugorje not believing, going there believing. Because I can do devotion in my Catholic church here. I can go to communion. I can do adoration. I can do all those things. I'm not going to Medjugorje for that. Do I do that when I'm there? Yeah. But I'm going there to see the Virgin Mary. I'm going there to be in her presence. Because that's the only place in the world where she's appearing just like Jesus did on Mount Tabor, transfigured, where Jesus did on halfway up Mount Tabor at the ascension in a resurrected body. They see her transfigured physically in front of her. They can physically touch her. Do you realize that? Do you understand the importance of that? And this is never coming back our way again. It's a one-shot deal. And we're on the winding downside of it. And when you grasp these things, you understand our lady's only said devotion 10, 11 times. And it's not in the context of coming here or to a shrine or to a place for devotion. It's like I'm devoted to Our Lady. That's different saying I'm just practicing a devotion to Our Lady. I don't go to Medjugorje, and I recommend nobody to go to Medjugorje as a devotion. You go there to convert. And if you've been there many, many times, every experience is a conversion. Our Lady has told us that conversion is a process that lasts your entire life. You are to be converting until your last breath. And I'm telling you these things because there is a wrong path being taken by many people. And they're innocent in some ways, and they're led the wrong way in many ways. And that's why our lady said, I am leading you to him. It's me who wants to show you who my Jesus really is and his strength. And I am calling you to pray to him. And I want you to trust in him. And God has sent me here for this. I have authority to summon you to address you, 
to name you, appoint you, and invoke an assembly. That means called. All those words, that's under its definition. It's a divine summons. So what I'm doing, I'm begging you, please, look at Medjugorje in different eyes, different ways and different mentalities. Don't follow what the general people will follow and what they fall for, thinking things are so important. It is Our Lady who is the reason for Medjugorje. It's not me. It's not the parish house. It's not the church. It's Our Lady. It's not the villagers. She's there. That's why millions of people go there for her. So it's Our Lady showing us that I'm loved. She wants you to know that. But yet we sometimes can't feel anything. You know, as a lady conveying to us, you can be strong when we say ourselves we are weak. A lady said that. I know you think you're small, but I want you to be active. I want you to work. I want you to renew the church, basically. It's coming from the people. It's coming from her apostles. And she's holding us even when we fall short. We don't always feel like we belong. But our lady shows us that we're hers. And when we're hers, we belong to everything. keep fighting voices in my mind that say I'm not enough Every single lie that tells me I will never measure up Am I more than just the sum of every heart and every low Remind me once again just who I am because I need to know
aching all I have and now I'm laying it at your feet You'll have every failure, God You'll have every victory could say going to Medjugorje, as I said earlier, that I go there to see her. And I'm not saying that physically that I see her, but it's enough for me to go see her that I know she's watching and seeing me. I found my identity in Our Lady, and it's through conversion, and all the future conversion each day that I have to go through for the rest of my life. If you want identity, our lady is here to give you one, much more than yourself. All you have to do is wake up every morning and say, I want God's will in my life. And that will that God's dispensing in the world is to believe in our lady and her words and her way of life. You'll never regret it. Everything is in her hands. Just believe. And every failure will end up in victory. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. <laughs>